On this week's episode of Ride the Lightning, the Tesla unofficial podcast, Cybertruck reservation holders have begun getting invitations to purchase their trucks, but there's a bit of a catch. Plus, Tesla clarifies the federal tax credit expectation for 2024 Model 3s, the Cybertruck might be able to swim a little bit after all, and more. What's happening, friends? I'm Ryan McCaffrey, joining you for the December 10th episode of Ride the Lightning, the Tesla unofficial podcast. It is episode 436. I am very stoked to be with you here. I was in LA on business earlier this week, keeping tabs on everything in the Tesla world while I was down there. And I am back, back home in San Francisco, ready to record what I hope is going to be a very good podcast. There is definitely a lot of fun stuff to talk about. I do want to start with a correction, a mistake of mine from last week. So the Cybertruck does, in fact, ship with a rear view mirror. It's not a rear view mirror camera like the prototype Cybertruck had, but a regular rear view mirror will be there. The production intent prototypes that Marquez Brownlee, Top Gear and Haggerty drove that I talked a lot about last week simply did not have it installed. So those folks had to use the center screen and the rear view mirror display on there. But the production trucks that you will get do have a rear view mirror on them. So I do want to apologize for that little bit of a misunderstanding and what turned into a mistake on my part. And in the end, Tesla still saves a bit of money by using what I presume will probably be the exact same rear view mirror that's on all four other production Teslas, rather than having to use a separate, more expensive rear view mirror camera with that camera functionality in it. Uh, next up in the appetizer row here of the podcast, before I really get going, Here's one fun little nugget that I missed last week that I wanted to tell you about now. And that is an acronym. That acronym is HFS. It is a fun new acronym that we're probably going to add to our collective Tesla lexicon for the foreseeable future. So let's get to know this new acronym, shall we? So it comes from the CEO of the company that brought you the BFR, the big fun rocket, later renamed to the Falcon Heavy. And from that same CEO comes HFS, hard, futuristic, stainless. Is it actually futuristic? No, you can use your imagination. This is a family-friendly podcast. HFS, hard, fun, stainless. Uh, but, you know, take... Use your imagination on, on the F there. So it's Tesla's name for their custom stainless steel alloy that is, of course, used on the exterior of the Cybertruck. And yeah, like I said, you can, you can tell your kids whatever you want it to stand for. It can stand for. It's, it's flexible in that regard. Hey, another Cybertruck follow-up for you. This, the show's going to be full of them, just as a, as a spoiler alert here. I made this week's Patreon poll, as I suggested in real time while I was recording last week. 
I made this week's Patreon poll all about your thoughts on the range extender. So, uh, here we go, the poll results. The question was simply, what do you think of the Cybertruck's range extender? 56% of voters, and there were plenty of them this week, voted for, the base ranges are fine for me. 2% said, I'm buying the range extender for sure. 13% said, I'd buy the range extender, even with it taking up bed space, if it cost half as much. And a whopping 28% voted other with the suggestion suggestion to feel free to leave a comment below. I will read you a couple of those comments now just for a little taste of what people had to say here since this was a very popular poll choice, other, this week. David J. House says, Ridiculous! It's a truck! You need the full bed. Uh, we have David Consolver saying, I don't want the 50 kilowatt extender for any truck. I want it for my house. A 50 kilowatt house battery for around $16,000 would be a much better deal than a gaggle of power walls. And David, that is a very, very fair point. So uh, thank you all so much for taking the time to vote in this week's Patreon poll. Again, the Patreon polls do not require you to be backing me on Patreon. Anybody can go on there and vote. I typically put the polls up every Tuesday evening. So head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast each week to make your voice heard in the Patreon poll. And you know, I think the best use case scenario that I have heard for the range extender from not just a lot of people all over the Tesla community, but a number of you that have responded to that poll, that have emailed me, that have called in, People want to be able to rent it for a road trip or a particular use case, rent it from the Tesla service center, and then simply bring it back and have it uninstalled when you're done with it. I mean, it would be, it it makes a lot of sense, right? You set an appointment in the app to get it installed. You pay a daily rate. Then you have a follow-up appointment to have it removed. Call it, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what a fair price would be for a range extender. A hundred bucks a day? So, I mean, is that, is that fair? That might be fair. I'm not, I don't honestly know. I haven't really thought that through, but whether it's for a road trip or or what have you, I just think it it could be really easy. It's obviously automatically billed to the card on file for your service appointment. Easy peasy. So I really hope Tesla does this because the entire Tesla community, including the Ride the Lightning community, has been uh, rather smartly suggesting the idea of renting this thing rather than hauling around all of that extra weight and range all the time. Also, uh, this came up on the monthly Patreon Zoom hangout that happened last weekend, and we all kind of agreed after it came up in discussion that there's probably a pretty good chance that the range extender is merely a stopgap solution And that eventually, maybe it's two years, maybe it's four years, probably not too much more than that, that the range in the main battery pack will get good enough that the range extender either becomes completely unnecessary or just becomes something that only the most extreme users ever would need or want. I mean, I think we can all agree, we've all seen Tesla evolve over these, just, you know, even the last five years, let alone the last 10, the last 12, 
The main battery pack will get to 500 miles of range eventually. We're gonna get there. It needs to get to 400 first, to be sure, but it's going to get to 500 in time without the need for a range extender that takes up a third of your bed. Moving on here, I hope all of you who are very generously backing me at that $10 per month tier or higher on my Patreon enjoyed this week's lightning round mini episode, which was about some follow-up thoughts that I had on my first ever visit to Giga Texas. So I kind of went in a little bit more detail than, than I went into last week after sitting with my thoughts longer. I talked more about my experience at Giga Texas. And a reminder there that you can join the Patreon anytime at patreon.com slash Podcast, And if you do so, you would be really, uh, I'd be in your debt. I'd be humbled and grateful. You'd be supporting the podcast that your support is what keeps this going. So, you know, that's, uh, I do this in my free time and you're all very generous to back me. And if, and if you want to join that group of very generous and kind Patreon backers, I gave you the website. And so there's the, again, that $10 per month tier. That's the most popular one that gets you not just the lightning round bonus mini episode each week, but also early access to each week's episode as well. You can do an annual pledge if monthly is not your thing. If you don't want to do monthly, you can do annual. And if you do choose the annual option, I say thank you for that by offering you a 10% discount on that annual pledge. And don't forget that Patreon has recently enabled seven-day free trials. So that is available on that most popular $10 per month tier. If you just like to see what it's like to get early access, to get access to the lightning round episode, all of that is on patreon.com slash Tesla podcast. Okay, one more appetizer for you, but it's an important one. It is not Cybertruck related. It is Model 3 related. We have updated guidelines from Tesla for the federal tax credit for EVs as it specifically pertains to the Model 3. So if you go into the design studio on the tesla.com website, Tesla is now advising customers that not one, but two of the three Model 3 variants will have their tax credit eligibility cut in half starting in just a few weeks in 2024. It'll be the base Model 3 that's affected and the long-range dual motor. Here's the exact verbiage from Tesla. They write, All new Model 3 vehicles currently qualify for a federal tax credit for eligible buyers. The $7,500 tax credit will reduce to $3,750 for Model 3 rear-wheel drive and Model 3 long-range on January 1st, 2024. Take delivery by December 31st for the full tax credit. Well, uh, it's not quite too late to do anything about it at this point. As I record here on December 8th, and as you hear this on December 10th, but if you're on the fence with either of those two Model 3 configurations, you can either take the better deal now, because there are some nice discounts on Model 3s, because of the incoming Project Highland, the new Model 3. So that's your other choice here is to wait for the new Highland Model 3 that I'm expecting here in the United States in early 2024. I think it will happen sometime in Q1. I don't know if it'll be early in the quarter or late in the quarter. 
And honestly, there's pros and cons to both on that, of taking a quote-unquote old Model 3, a, a new old Model 3, that, that'll get the full tax credit versus getting the Highland, which is brand spanking new in every way, shape, or form. Uh, I mean, the, the stocks, the turn signal stocks, could be a deal breaker for some that might push you towards taking the car that's available right now. Whereas for others, the Highland with the ventilated seats and a number of other upgrades, the rear, the, the second row screen for the second row passengers, there are a couple different ways you can definitely argue it either way. I will say, not that I can do anything about it, but just to let it not go unsaid, it is unfortunate that it's these two, and specifically the base Model 3, or the rear-wheel drive Model 3, it is unfortunate that that one is affected. Because that is, I've said it a million times, it's such a great value for what you get for that car that it's a shame that there's going to be, it's effectively going to be $3,750 more expensive for many U.S. customers starting on January 1st. It, in a just world that made total sense, it would be the long range and the performance that would have the tax credit cut in half. But it's possible the performance still does and it's all three and everything I'm saying is moot. But the fact that Tesla doesn't specify the performance leads me to believe, well, it's the performance is probably still going to qualify in 2024, which is interesting and something to maybe bear in mind. I suppose another way you could look at that is with the way the prices are now, if you are willing to... Well, actually, no, I have to stop myself. I was going to say if you're willing to wait to get the, the full credit, but no, in 2024... You can start taking the credit at point of sale. So another way to look at this is you could, if you're deciding between a long range dual motor and a performance Model 3, the performance kind of effectively becomes free, and I'm using air quotes, because if in fact the performance does get the full $7,500 tax credit and you qualify for it, then it probably negates, at least as it stands today, it negates the price difference between a dual motor long range and the dual motor performance. So another, just another little item to think about there if you are considering a Model 3 in the near future, meaning sometime in the next year. All right, let's keep moving. So the big news of the week is that a select few people are getting to order their Cybertrucks. And yes... This does include members of the general public, not just Tesla high roller investors or Tesla insiders, because Foundation Series invites are going out. I told you about the Foundation Series on last week's Cybertruck delivery event recap. So what are the Foundation Series configurations in typical Tesla fashion? They are maxed out every option. However... Unlike with the Model X Signature Series, as I recall it, I believe with the, the X Signature Series, you had to take the performance, the P90D at the time. But here with the Cybertruck Foundation Series, you have the choice of Beast, Cyber Beast, or all-wheel drive. But either way, you're getting every single option bundled in. So... 
It's not just FSD, it's also exclusive badges. Uh, they're limited. The, I haven't actually seen this confirmed anywhere, and maybe it has been, but I'm just going to throw it out with a caveat for the moment. But they are being talked about in the community as limited to a thousand total units, 1,000 total units. That would make perfect sense. Previous signature series, Signature X, Signature S, have been a thousand total units. So a thousand, and then even the next-gen Roadster, whenever we see it, they made founder series deposits reservations available and there were a thousand of those so a thousand cybertruck foundation series certainly makes sense so what do you get in addition to the laser etched foundation series badge on the front fenders that i told you about last week it's also got a foundation series cabin graphic which from the wording makes me picture a plate or a physical badge somewhere in the interior, but it's also possible that might just be an on-screen graphic. It could be a software thing. We don't know for sure just yet. You'll get the 20-inch cyber wheels, which is which are the ones we've been seeing, with the 35-inch all-terrain tires that we've been seeing, and you'll get the white interior decor, and since we're talking about the uh, well, I'm sort of focusing on the all-wheel drive specifically here. This suggests to me that the white decor will be an option that anyone can choose because as I've been wondering aloud on recent episodes, is it going to be just tied to the Beast configs? Is it going to be a Foundation Series thing? No, it does appear that the, the white decor interior will be available to anybody presumably at, at some extra cost, since it's mentioned here as part of the Foundation series as being bundled in. But unfortunately, for, for the 99.9% .9 of us that are going to end up with general production Cybertrucks, you know, with the, with the all-wheel drive version being $79,990, just barely qualifying for the $7,500 federal tax credit, it also means that if you choose the white decor for your Cybertruck, that will push you, unless it's $9, which something tells me it's going to cost more than $9, it's going to push you over the MSRP limit, which will disqualify you with that all-wheel drive model from that $7,500 tax credit. So something to keep in mind there. Now, curiously, there's another interesting little factoid that came out of this. The 340 miles of range for the all-wheel drive Cybertruck is on all-season tires that aren't available yet. Every Cybertruck we've been seeing is on the all-terrain tires. So the all-season tires are going to be ready sometime in 2024, according to the email inviting these lucky folks to order the Foundation Series truck. The range on the all-terrains, if you're curious, 318 miles, down from, of course, 340, which means if you have all-terrain tires on the Cyber Beast, it is going to sink you just under 300 miles of range. Now, how about the delivery timing? You may be wondering, okay, a thousand of these, it's bundled with everything, what does that mean? All right. It means when, or meaning when can you get it? 
And the delivery time frame that's listed on these invitations is December to March. Meaning, in my estimation, Tesla likely only expects to build these first 1,000 between now and the end of Q1 2024. Probably indicating that general production starts in Q2, or at least deliveries of general production start in Q2, thus meaning that's probably going to be the soonest that any of us can expect to get our trucks. Now, except maybe a lucky random few of you in California, Texas, as, uh, again, part of the other piece of this Foundation Series email straight up says that deliveries are starting in Texas and California, which makes sense because if there are any issues with these early trucks, Tesla is going to want them near that engineering brain trust, which is split between Giga Texas and California, and even more specifically, Northern California uh, up here in Palo Alto in Silicon Valley. But what did I mean by a lucky few of you earlier? Well, what's interesting is these Foundation Series invitations seem to be going out somewhat randomly to reservation holders, provided, again, that you're in California or Texas. You don't have to take it because you're paying for all the options that you might not necessarily want. 12K FSD, in fact, I'll go over the options, the the full package of the Foundation Series in a second, but it is there. So again, $100,000 for the all-wheel drive Foundation Series or $120,000 for the Beast, the Cyber Beast Foundation Series. Okay, so finally on this, let me let me go over exactly what all is included, or I should say, like, bundled with this Foundation Series, because you are still paying, in the case of the all-wheel drive, 80 for the truck, but it's 20000 worth of extras. Same thing with the Cyber Beast, $100,000 for the Cyber Beast, 20000 of extras. So, included with Foundation Series, limited edition configuration, Laser etched Foundation Series badge. You know, technically, Tesla, if you're listening, that should say badges, plural. Because there's definitely the one on the left front fender. Again, I'm not 100% sure if there's one on the right front fender. Definitely left front. And definitely the one I told you about last week on the tailgate. The upper right corner of the tailgate as well. So it is badges, plural. Anyway, moving on. Foundation Series cabin graphic, as I mentioned, 20-inch cyber wheels with 35-inch tires, white decor, premium accessories, that's interesting, I'd be curious to know exactly what that means, PowerShare home backup, PowerShare mobile connector, full self-driving capability, and this is nice, especially if, like me, your intention when you get your Cybertruck is to hang onto it for a very, very long time, Lifetime premium connectivity. So that's saving you between 1000 and 1200 a year, depending on how you prefer to pay for your premium connectivity every month or every year. So that is a nice little perk as well. Again, on Cyber Beast, it's, it's all the same. It's the same. Oh, actually, no. I'm, boy, I'm glad I took one, one last look at this before, <laughs> before I uh, moved on here because... The Cyber Beast has got the off-road light bar 
bundled with it as well, uh, which is rather interesting. That's a that's a nice little extra bonus if you go with the Cyber Beast Foundation series. Um, so that is the other extra piece of it. So if you're if you're curious about the PowerShare home backup that's that's part of this. It just says, use Cybertruck to power your home off the grid, universal wall connector, and gateway version three included. So that they give you everything that you need on that. Uh, and with the white decor, they simply list all the other features that you all know about already, the HEPA cap, cabin air filter, the in other words, the bioweapon defense mode that all the trucks have, etc., etc. So with that. Uh, my thoughts here is, well, actually, I'll just, I'm going to just ask you aloud. No need to call in. It's a rhetorical question here, but would you do it if you got the email? Would you do it? Some folks certainly would jump at it to get their truck sooner. Others will want to wait for early bugs to be worked out, if there are any. Me? Honestly? I would do it. In fact, I, I mean, I probably won't get it because my reservation isn't super early. But uh, if I did, I do live in San Francisco. I live a stone's throw away from both the Fremont factory and the engineering HQ. So I do meet that criteria. Um, but I uh, I did have a, a, a very real conversation with my wife about it. Just said, hey, if this could somehow happen, if it's were to somehow happen that we got an invitation for foundation series, what do you think? And and I, we, we kind of left it, I guess we're not totally resolved yet, but she seemed a little optimistic, like, well, maybe, you know, it's, there's a, there would be a chance. So I, I would love to get the email and, and go from there. But um, anyway, it, on that note, in terms of what would you do and, and in terms of uh, everything included, one of them being FSD. One of the biggest unanswered questions we still have is whether or not Tesla is going to honor those early reservations with the $7,000 FSD baked in. Obviously, if you do get the Foundation Series invite, that's not an option. You are being charged $12,000 for that. And I, I have to think, if I'm remotely correct on the production timeline that I mentioned a moment ago that I speculated about... We might not find out the answer to that key question until Q2 of next year, maybe the end of Q1, as again, the the first general production invitations to configure probably start going out then. Unless, unless this very question of will you honor the $7,000 FSD price on early Cybertruck reservations, if that question gets asked and upvoted on the next earnings call, which will be happening in mid-January. And quite honestly, I would be shocked if that isn't not just one of the upvoted questions, but the number one most upvoted retail shareholder question on the next earnings call. So uh, I, this is, it's super exciting to see regular customers getting the chance to buy the Cybertruck a mere week, one week after the uh, the delivery event that seemed to you know again really only be available those those very 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 first trucks went to insiders investors Franz von Holzhausen posted on X that he took delivery of VIN number two 
which is no surprise. I would bet the farm that Elon Musk got VIN number one. So it's cool to see, hopefully some of you listening to this in California and Texas, hopefully some of you got this, this foundation series invitation and I hope that some of you are able to take advantage of it and, and able to get your truck maybe by the end of this year. If not, you know, sometime in Q1, you're going to be one of the first regardless, one of the first thousand. Now, I will add before I move on, it is definitely possible that I'm incorrect about, about my sort of assessment here that maybe we're only getting one, the first thousand trucks in Q1. It is certainly possible that that general production could start sooner than March or the beginning of April, that there could be overlap and that the foundation series is just because it is more money with with the bundle that they're going to just kind of be rolling it out. And when they whenever they get to a thousand uh, of people that take them up on it is when they do. and, And those deliveries could go up until March and Maybe deliveries for general production could start in February. But for the time being, I think there's a reasonable chance that it is just going to be this first thousand foundation series. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Moving on here. Remember a while ago when Elon Musk talked up the Cybertruck being able to serve as a boat to move across bodies of water in short distances? Like, not just puddles, but actual like straits of water, like the one down near Starship in Texas, or Starbase, excuse me. Well, maybe the Cybertruck can swim to some degree after all. I mean, all right, it probably can't, but Tesla, in the spirit of the Cybertruck's ready-for-anything MO, has included Wade mode in the Cybertruck. It is a button toggle in the UI that reads, raises ride height and pressurizes battery when driving through water. So I confess that I need someone smarter than me to explain what the benefit of pressurizing the battery is. Does that mean that it just helps keep any water away from the battery if any water were to happen to get in there, which it shouldn't anyway? So is that what it means? I mean, even if that water is kept out as it's, as it's supposed to, does, does the pressurization mean, does it help the truck, quote unquote, float by pressurizing the pack? Like, I, I'm genuinely in need of some help on this one because I'm not sure what this actually means. But whatever it is, I do honestly think it's pretty cool that Tesla has thought about this and is formally supporting this the truck moving through water to some degree. Again, not that I recommend that you run out and take your Cybertruck through any bodies of water. Probably not the best idea, but the Wade mode is there if, uh, if push comes to shove, if you find yourself in that situation. All right, before I move on with the rest of this week's Tesla news, and yes, there is more Cybertruck to go. There's more of a little bit of everything to go. I do want to mention my friends at Accelerate Auto and the X-Care extended warranty coverage for your Tesla that they offer. 
So it is quite simply, it's just more flexible than Tesla's own extended warranty policy. With Xcare, you can do up to 10 years and up to 125,000 miles of coverage after your factory warranty is up. Xcare can also be purchased for any Tesla, no matter where you bought it. You don't have to have bought it new from Tesla. And I should add as well, they now offer optionally, you don't have to do it, but if you want to get your battery and drivetrain covered as part of your Xcare plan, you can do that. You can add that to your policy as well, which could be huge peace of mind because of course, if anything were to happen with the battery, that is the most expensive component of the car. So I think it's very cool that Xcare is now finally offering that. They Customers, they, they told me, the, the, the Xcare crew said, yep, we've been getting requests for this for a while. We finally figured it out. We, you know, we've got all our ducks in a row. So they are now offering that. Anyway, go to xcelerateauto.com slash Xcare. That's X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-E-A-U-T-O dot com slash X-C-A-R-E. And don't forget to use the discount code LIGHTNING for $100 off your purchase. Except, sadly, in Florida, it is a state law thing. Sadly, nothing can be done about it. But for everybody else, use that discount code LIGHTNING for $100 off your purchase. All right, back to it. In the news, there is plenty more to go over. Our friend, friend of the podcast, he's been on here twice, automotive manufacturing expert Sandy, the teardown titan Monroe, interviewed Elon Musk at Gigafactory Texas the day after the Cybertruck delivery event, and the interview was only just published this week. I have but one clip to play for you. If you'd like to watch the whole interview, you can go to youtube.com slash Monroe Live, and Monroe is spelled M-U-N-R-O. So feel free to check out the full interview on the Monroe Live YouTube channel. But I have one clip where Elon talks about the so-called $25,000 car, the Generation 3 Tesla. Take a listen. So we obviously are, we are working on a low-cost electric vehicle that will be made in very high volume. Um, we're like, quite far advanced in that work. The, you know, I review the, the, the production line plans for that every week. Um, and I think the, the, the revolution in manufacturing that will be represented by that car uh, will blow people's minds. It is not like any car production line that anyone's ever seen. Is this going to have the um, basically um, unboxed system or would this be too much of a question asked? The, the thing, the thing that's most interesting about this is, is, is the production system. It's, it's a level of production technology that is uh, far in advance of any automotive plant on Earth. No, I can hardly wait. No. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be very um, cool, sure. Yeah, I think we're, you know, um, and, and I should point out the uh, that that we will be making the. the the, the first production line will be here in the Gigafactory in Texas, in, in, in this facility. Oh, I thought it was going to be in Mexico or something. That'll be the second place. Hmm. Wow, that's way cool. It would take too long to complete the factory in Mexico. So, on the one hand, Elon says something we already knew. 
that the Generation 3 car will begin production at Giga Texas. On the other hand, what's notable there is that it sounds like it's going to be a little sooner than we thought. In fact, and I can't say a single one of you would be surprised by this, but it sounds like the next generation car will probably go into production before the next generation Tesla Roadster does. Sigh. <laughs> and maybe this is a stretch, but I'd also take from that the thought that maybe Tesla's learned a lesson and won't be even announcing the Generation 3 car until it's much closer to being ready for production. Which is not only a good idea in a vacuum, but a good idea so that Tesla doesn't subject the Model 3 and or the Model Y to the Osborne effect, i.e. grinding sales of one or both of those money makers to an absolute halt while people wait for a much cheaper car. Now, we know that Tesla hasn't installed any equipment yet at Giga Texas for this, unless they've managed to sneak in a ton of stuff like, say, more Giga Presses, which are gigantic, in, in completely in secret, not, which is not an easy thing to do when the Tesla community members are flying drones overhead at Giga Texas literally every single day. So I think there's zero chance that this car would miraculously get announced and go into production anytime in the immediate future. But yeah, 2025 might be on the table for this thing. 2026, probably more likely. All right, the next and no, not quite final. I have a couple more things for you. So next up, Tesla is piloting its own tire road hazard warranty it's only available in California so far, and their product description on the website reads, the tire protection plan is designed to provide a safeguard against unforeseen incidents that can damage your vehicle's tires and wheels. From road hazards like potholes and debris to unexpected punctures, this plan covers the repair or replacement of your vehicle's tires and associated wheels. Pricing is as such. If you have a Model 3 with 18-inch wheels, the price per tire is $35. 19s on a Model 3, $55. Model Y, $55 if you've got 19s, $55 if you've got the 20-inch induction wheels. On the Model S, $90 per tire if you have the 19-inch Tempest wheels. And on the Model X, also $90 if you have the 20-inch standard wheels on that. Now, if you're wondering, well, wait a minute, Ryan, what, what about the other size tire sizes? What about the performance trims? Well, yep, <laughs> you are right to wonder where they are. I want to say thank you to James from the Bay Area for sending this in. And again, it comes straight from the official Tesla website. So yeah, no 20s for the Model 3 Performance, no 21-inch arachnids for the Model S, and no 22s on the Model X. Now, those will certainly only affect a smaller percentage of customers, but speaking as someone in that smaller percentage, I am bummed here. For the rest of you, well, at first glance, these prices seem somewhat reasonable, right? At least on the Model 3 and on the Model Y. S and X at 90 per tire, 360 all around. That seems like it's getting up there, although I must confess, I don't know how much a place like 
America's Tire slash Discount Tire charges for the SNX tire warranty. I've only done my Model 3 with them, with the with the 20-inch wheels and tires on my car. It is nice to have a first-party option for the road hazard tire coverage here. Oh, except for the fact that it's only good for one year. That's not good, even if it's covering wheel damage, which which the uh, America's Tire discount tire one does not. It's tires only. But it's only good for 12 months. So that is not super great compared to what you can get at, again, I don't, I'm not here to promote them. I'm just, I know they're a big chain. They're, they're available in a lot of places. And that's what I have here is, is uh, America's tire. With them, the policy, the, the road hazard warranty policy is good for the life of the tire. So since this is only good in California for now, and I, again, obviously know that America's tire operates in California, I'd say probably buy their road hazard warranty instead, unless you are someone that is going through a set of tires in one year, in which case, okay, then the Tesla first party option could make a lot of sense. But overall, yeah, that is uh, that is unfortunate that it's only good for 12 months of coverage and doesn't cover the performance versions of the SX3 or Y. The last thing I've got for you this week, in what has become a wonderful holiday tradition, This year's big holiday software update for our Teslas has started going out to Tesla employees. We've got the release notes now, so we know what's in it. I want to give a tip of the cap to Tesla Scope, who is generally on these kinds of things. They got it first. They posted it on X, although Tesla themselves announced it later in the week. But a tip of the cap again to Tesla Scope for breaking it. So I'm going to read from the official Tesla Uh, list here, but uh, crediting the original source before Tesla themselves posted it. So custom lock sounds, by the way, this update I should add is rolling out this week as you hear this. So you should see it arrive in your car sometime this week. Although it is fair to wonder, does that also include the FSD beta branch? Tesla does not specify that. So maybe that piece of it remains to be seen if like me, you are on the FSD beta branch, but we will get it on the FSD beta branch at some point, probably sooner rather than later. So what's in it? Custom lock sounds. Replace the horn lock sound of your vehicle with another sound, like a screaming goat. Uh, There's a screenshot, so the other ones are a rubber ducky, a jingle, an old school horn, applause, that's applause is pretty good, a, and what I and then it gets blurry. It says it's goat, and then I think it says quack, which is, I, I mean, I guess rubber ducky squeaks, and then a quack is a proper, <laughs> proper quack. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So uh, some updates to some of the video games in the car, which I won't go through individually, and then rear screen Bluetooth headsets. Tesla writes, parents rejoice. Rear passengers can now use wireless Bluetooth headphones when watching shows or playing games on the rear screen. That is something that you new S and X owners have been waiting for for the last two and a half years. Yes, love to see that. 
The Tesla app trip planner. You can now use the Tesla app on your phone to plan a multi-stop trip and then just send it to your car. That's a nice improvement. Speed cameras on your route. Navigation now includes speed cameras, stop signs, and traffic lights. So maybe, you know, a little bit of a Waze-like functionality there. That's cool. Uh, automatic 911 calls. Your vehicle will automatically call 911 if an accident triggers the airbags. Uh, they do note, Teslascope actually notes from the, the exact release notes, the full thing, that a countdown timer allows you to cancel that 911 call before it's placed if you don't need 911. So another great safety feature there. Uh, back to video games for a second. PS4, PS5, and Xbox wireless controller support. Yes, huge news for gamers that the best video game controllers are now wirelessly compatible with your Tesla. Uh, moving down the list, because yes, it's still going. Blind spot indicators, there is an update to this. Take a listen. The blind spot camera will alert you with red shading at the edge when your turn signal is on and a car is detected in your blind spot. So that's pretty cool. It's just another, an extra layer of safety there. I think that's, that's always a nice thing. A new light show from uh, a song called The Arrival by Irving Victoria. Now, if like me, that doesn't immediately ring a bell for you, here's a quick sample that I think as long as I'm under 30 seconds, I won't be at risk of any weird copyright stuff. So here, here's a quick little sample of The Arrival by Irving Victoria, which again is now gonna be a light show, a choreographed light show available in your Tesla. And a couple more in the upcoming holiday software update. More live sentry cameras. When viewing the vehicle surroundings from the Tesla app, you'll now have access to the left and right pillar cameras for a total of seven angles. That is super cool. And then finally, perhaps the most interesting in terms of at least something we've all been wanting for a very, very long time is this Tesla's own version of it, and that is High Fidelity Park Assist, described with a screenshot of see a 3D reconstruction of your surroundings while parking. So we've all wanted the top-down overhead surround parking cameras in our cars for a long, long time, and perhaps this is Tesla's own solution that doesn't navigate, uh, excuse me, doesn't infringe upon any other potential automakers' trademarks or patents if they happen to have anything in that department patented or, or trademarked. So I guess it would not it would be a patent, not a trademark. So uh, that will be really interesting to see in action. I guess by, by the time I record next week's podcast, we should all, or at least all of you on the main branch, all of the non-FSD people, 
should definitely have this and can tell us about it and we'll see videos online about it by this time next week, by the time I record next week's podcast. And we'll see. Maybe the, the FSD beta branch folks as well. That remains to be seen. All right, so there remains one key question about the holiday update, and this one is specific to the folks on the FSD beta branch. Will FSD beta version 12 be the one more thing gift from Tesla this holiday? I mean, Tesla certainly is not going to rush out V12 for safety reasons, so we'll see. We'll see if it makes it. But even just setting that aside, regardless, this is still a really nice collection of new features. This is great stuff. And just as a reminder, mostly for myself more than any of you, but it's good to remember, to remind myself that all of this, every time Tesla does software updates and these big, like really awesomely packed holiday updates that have become an annual tradition now, all of this is free. No matter what Tesla you have, it's free. As I've said a million times before, just about any and every other automaker would charge for this. Some way, somehow, they would charge for this. Tesla does not, and that is seriously pretty cool. All right, that is the end of another busy Tesla Newsweek. I've got plenty of your phone calls lined up. You guys had plenty to say about the Cybertruck, so I will get to some of your phone calls coming up right after this. Hi, this is Franz von Holzhausen, and you're listening to Ride the Lightning with Ryan McCaffrey, the Tesla unofficial podcast. One more quick thing before I get to your calls in the Ride the Lightning hotline. When I was talking about the Cyberbeast Foundation Series configuration on the all-terrain tires, I thought, oh, it must sneak the range just under 300. I have now pulled it up, the actual Tesla official uh, documentation here. 301 is their estimated range. So they just keep it over 300 on those all-terrain tires on the Cyberbeast. So there is that. All right. Time for the Ride the Lightning Hotline. I've got a few of your calls lined up and ready to go. If you've got a question, comment, or discussion topic for the podcast, give me a call anytime. There are two easy ways to do it. Either use your smartphone's built-in voice recording software. Record your question. Please try to keep it to 90 seconds or less so that I can get to as many people each week as possible. And then email me that file. And my email address is simply teslapodcast at gmail.com. Or you can take that same 90 second or less question and call in and leave a message on the Ride the Lightning hotline. It's super easy. The toll-free number is 1-888-989-8752. Again, that's 1-888-989-TSLA. And if you know someone special with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them a unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they're special. The recordings can be podcasted or put onto a keepsake. Visit lifeonrecord.com to learn more. Let's start talking Cybertruck. Mac from Maryland, go ahead. Hi, Ryan. I'm an East Coast Night One pre-order holder, but due to the increased pricing, I think I'm likely to delay delivery of my dual motor Cybertruck in order to save up some additional cash. So I'm wondering if you or the community have any experience regarding the controllability you might have 
should you choose to delay delivery? Can you ask for something like a six-month delay? Do you just go to the back of the line? Is it just a crapshoot? Do you just get it when you get it? Thanks. Mac, I suspect you're not alone on this one, so I wanted to make sure to put your call on the podcast. In fact, I'm kicking off with it, obviously. Fortunately, we've been through this four other times before now. I'm not going to count the original Roadster. That was, a, that was a different era. Anyway, the good news is that you are under no obligation to complete your purchase and get your Cybertruck as soon as you're invited to configure it. You can delay. Just don't follow through with configuring and ordering it. You can follow through, or excuse me, you can delay for quite a while, actually. What'll happen, at least according to previous Tesla history, is eventually Tesla will give you a warning or two, and if you don't take action and order your truck, they'll just kick you out of line and refund your $100. But yeah, once you are invited to configure, you can do so at any time that works for you. So if you want or need more time, that will not be a problem. Mac, thank you very much for your call. Next up, let's go opposite coast and head on over to Vancouver, Washington to talk to Justin. Hi, Ryan. Justin from Vancouver, Washington here. I got a quick question for you. So if the Cybertruck, you know, is priced higher, unfortunately, um, and it's right below the uh, 80000 tax credit. Now, the people, the early pre-orders got, um, you know, basically a discount on FSD. Now, I'm wondering if we add the FSD to get that discount for pre-ordering four years ago, if that's going to mess up our $7,500 instant tax rebate. Very, yeah, it, I hope that's not the case. And in Tesla, if you're listening, and that is the case, please give us like a 30-day window to set up for FSD so we don't have to pay the taxes on it and so we can get that $7,500 credit. Love your podcast. We'll keep listening every Sunday. Have a good one. Hey, Justin, excellent question. And to the best of my understanding, software does not count against the MSRP cap. So you and everyone else who has that $7,000 FSD order attached to their reservation should be golden. Now, note, as I was bringing up earlier in the podcast, this assumes that Tesla will honor those $7,000 FSD prices on the early Cybertruck reservations, which, as you've heard me say before, I think they will. I think they should, and I think they will, but we do not have the answer to that quite yet. Justin, thank you very much for your call. Next up, we'll stay right out in that neck of the woods. I think we're going just over the border here, though, or if not really close to it, Mark from near Vancouver. Hi, Ryan. It's Mark from near Vancouver, just in the middle of your Cybertruck uh, podcast. You mentioned that you kind of can't wait to drive it, to test drive it. I went yesterday to our uh, Tesla uh, uh, center in Langley, BC. That's about a half hour from where I am, near Vancouver. And... Uh, they have the Cybertruck there that was on uh, various social media platforms before the reveal. They had one there. And I went with my brother yesterday. My brother thought before he went, it was the ugliest thing alive. Uh, and then when he saw it first, he's like, okay, I get it. I know why you love it. So um, what's interesting is they offered for me to sign up, uh, independent of my reservation number, just sign up, put my email in to test drive the Cybertruck. 
So at the center, as I walked in, the guy gave me an iPad, and I said, do you want my reservation number? He's like, no. He goes, just, it'll be based on this. So I thought that tidbit might be helpful for you or your listeners. Uh, as well, you know, realistically, I still want to have a, 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 a cyber truck. My reservation number is around 400 some odd thousand. Um, I may be priced out, but I'm hopeful by the time, you know, 2026 or whenever it comes out for me uh, comes around that uh, maybe I'll be able to afford it or the price will come down. So anyways, love your show. Uh, take care. Bye. Mark, you are not the first person that I've heard about test drive sign-up sheets from, so thank you very much for calling in with this. There are two Tesla stores near me that have Cybertrucks, Dublin and Santana Row down in San Jose. Now, neither is particularly near me, though both are around 50, 60-minute drive away, but that is to say... I've made plans with a friend to go see one of those two Cybertrucks this weekend. And if there is a sign-up sheet for test drives, I will absolutely add my name to that list. And certainly this is worth letting everybody else listening know about too, so that all of you can do the same at your closest showroom that has a Cybertruck on display. If in fact they have a test drive sign-up sheet. So thank you again, Mark. Appreciate that. Going next to Bill from Wisconsin, but a different Bill from Wisconsin than usually calls in. So, hello, Bill. Hi, Ryan and podcast listeners. This is Bill from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I had the same reaction at the Cybertruck delivery event as you, Ryan. I was impressed with the track performance and very happy to see the rear wheel steering and the drive-by wire system. But that's not why I buy a pickup truck. I want to use it as my daily driver, but I also use my truck for work. At the unveiling, I was super psyched to put in my reservation four years ago, thinking I would buy the tri-motor for the 500-mile range more than anything else, but I also figured the tri-motor would have the highest towing capacity because of the increased torque. Unfortunately, both versions, the dual motor and the tri-motor, top out at a towing capacity of 11,000 pounds, which is a lot less than the 14 I was expecting. Elon had also said, in addition to the electrical outlets, which they did deliver on, they would include a compressed air connection in the bed. Unfortunately, that doesn't seem to have made it into the final product. The Cybertruck they delivered is definitely more customized for the people who buy F-150 Raptors and not really for contractors. So I was a little disappointed. Also, as far as the price goes, I think the function of the Tesla is that uh, the function of the high price is that Tesla doesn't want too many people to buy right away because they're still spooling up production and they really don't have enough 4680 cells. So they might as well charge a high price so they can turn a profit while they're spooling up. I think that probably sometime in early 2025, when they hit their stride, the price will come down quite a bit. So my intention is to wait until sometime in 2025 when they do the first price cuts to buy a dual motor Cybertruck, because I really don't see the value for a daily driver or work truck in the tri-motor version. Thanks for all you do and keep up the good work. I very much appreciate your kind words, Bill. Thank you. Uh, and yes, thanks for bringing up a couple things that I failed to mention that, yes, are a little bit disappointing. One, the reduced towing capacity for both the tri-motor and the dual motor, as well as the lack of the onboard air compressor. Those are definitely a couple of tough losses, but... On the flip side, we are getting rear wheel steering, which wasn't in the original prototype, as well as a power frunk where the entire thing opens versus the prototype where only the top lid of it opened, kind of like the frunks on the other four Teslas that, that all of us have. 
So there have been some nice additions since the prototype and a couple of tough subtractions as well. And we shall see how long it takes for prices to come down because that, as we've learned from the roller coaster ride of Tesla prices that we've all ridden over the past few years, is almost impossible to predict. Thanks again, Bill. Thank you to everybody that kindly took the time to call in. I've got more calls, but I feel like I've got to be respectful of your time here. So I will get to more of your phone calls next week. And in the meantime, again, if you've got a Tesla comment, question, discussion topic, feel free to call in for a chance to be featured. I expect Cybertruck will continue to be a hot topic. All right. I am not quite done yet, though. There's a bit more Ride the Lightning coming up for you right after this. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117. You're listening to Ride the Lightning, the Tesla unofficial podcast. You know, that Cybertruck looks a lot like a warthog, doesn't it? Master Chief, out. Well, as for what's going on with me, I had a great work trip to L.A. this past week. No more travel for the year for me, though. I've been lucky enough to have a bunch of travel uh, over this past year, and sometimes I have to bring my microphone with me to get podcast stuff done while I'm away. This time I didn't have to. I managed to arrange the schedule so I didn't have to, but had a good trip, quick trip down to L.A., uh, and since I snuck in a long-overdue car wash for the Spirit of Adventure last weekend, the the same one that I've been saying on the podcast that I was going to do for weeks, and it just kept not happening... I finally got it done last weekend, so I'm coming home to a clean car, which always makes me happy. An entertainment recommendation for this week. This is a bit of an an oddball, a bit of a different one, but I'm going to recommend if you haven't seen it already. And judging from the number of views on this video on YouTube, there's a decent chance you have seen it already if you have the slightest bit of interest. But I am going to recommend for adults only, this is rated M for Mature, but the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. Yes, Grand Theft Auto 6 finally got officially announced. Their first trailer is incredible. I don't even want to tell you anything about it if you haven't already heard about it. I just want you to go watch it for yourself. And you can do that. I mean, hey, you could uh, go to where I work. You could go to youtube.com slash IGN and find it over there if you like. Or just search on YouTube. You know, whatever's easier for you. But boy, that GTA 6. I've been... I've been thinking about that trailer all week since it dropped, uh, and it's that game. Oh man, I, I'm such a big fan of Grand Theft Auto overall, but I'm in particular of the opinion that GTA V, which is now a 10-year-old game, I think GTA V is one of the 10 best video games ever made. I think it's that good. So I can't wait for six. And the first trailer did nothing but hype me up even more. So go check that out. If you're a Grand Theft Auto fan of those, uh, you know, fan of those video games, they are some of the most incredible games in the industry every single time. All right, pro tip of the week, pivoting back to Tesla. Here's Chad from St. Louis. Hey, Ryan, this is Chad from St. Louis, longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I have a pro tip for you here. I was just listening to your podcast uh, with Russell and uh, Michelin, and it was fantastic. Love the information. Um, but uh, one thing you talked about was the trip meter for your uh, to keep track of your mileage for when you need to change your tires. I picked up that pro tip a couple of shows ago, and it's been great. However, I recently discovered that uh, on the service menu on the screen for the 
where it shows the tire pressures on the top right corner, there's a small little section that says tire service mileage, um, and you could reset that. So when you get your tires rotated or changed, you hit that reset button, and it's going to zero it out, and it will automatically keep track of when you got your tires changed. So you don't have to waste one of your uh, three trip meters for that. Hope it helps. Thanks for everything you do on the show, and uh, pat the dogs. Have a great day. Thanks, Chad. I am definitely going to count this as a pro tip superseding my own pro tip from my interview with Russell from Michelin a couple weeks ago. I did not know about this built-in tire tracking method in the car's UI, so thank you very much for teaching me something new about my car, which, again, I always appreciate that. It always feels good to add to my Tesla knowledge base. So thank you, Chad. And if anybody else out there has a good Tesla Pro Tip of the Week for me and for your fellow Tesla owners and enthusiasts, please send it my way via the same methods that you can send in a regular Ride the Lightning hotline call, and I gave you the instructions for that just a little while ago. Before I roll out of here, though, I want to mention some friends of the podcast that can hopefully be useful to you sooner or later. I'll start with abstractocean.com. They've got a ton of great aftermarket Tesla accessories. I would imagine their Cybertruck accessories will be along soon enough. But in the meantime, there's the uh, one of the most popular items that I mention a lot is the fourth generation tempered glass screen protector that's got antimicrobial coating. It uses aluminosilicate glass which is what Corning Glass uses for Gorilla Glass. And they are just great. They, it ships with the installation frame to make sure you get a nice, perfect, clean installation, everything lined up right. And there is a lifetime guarantee if it's damaged in the line of duty. They've also got a million other great Tesla aftermarket accessories for, again, all four Teslas and hopefully soon to be the fifth one as well. So check them out, abstractocean.com. Pile everything that you like into your online shopping cart. And then when you get to checkout, use the coupon code RTLPODCAST at checkout to get 15% off of your first order. Again, that coupon code RTLPODCAST, all one word, no spaces. Snap Plate and the new Snap Plate Plus available for Model 3, Model Y, Model X, and Model S as well. Get yours at everyamp.com slash RTL. And thank you to the Everyamp folks who are now kindly offering a discount for the Ride the Lightning listeners as well. That coupon code is simply RTL. So go to everyamp.com slash RTL and use the coupon code RTL as well. This is the front license plate bracket that snaps on and off in seconds. It's paint safe, grill safe, radiator safe, autopilot safe. Nice, clean, minimalist design blends in perfectly with the Tesla front end when it's installed. And if you want to take it off, it leaves no unsightly hardware behind when you do want to remove it. Make those fix-it tickets go away for those of you who, like me, hate using a front license plate but live in a state that requires one. The snap plate is kind of the one they've been offering for a while that I've been telling you about for a while. The Snap Plate Plus is strength optimized with hardened features for maximum strength. Both Snap Plates are made from recycled, made in the USA plastics with stainless steel reinforcements. Again, get yours at everyamp.com slash RTL, coupon code RTL. BudgetSafeSolar.com 
keep them on your short list when you're considering solar for your home or business. The home batteries are now an option with Budget Safe Solar as well. My brother-in-law is getting a Budget Safe Solar installation, and he is getting Tesla Powerwalls with that. So if you want to complete the whole circle, go you know as off the grid as you pretty well can. You do the solar panels, and you can do the home batteries as well, whether it's a Powerwall or one of the other ones. Check them out, budgetsafesolar.com. If you end up proceeding with an installation, please use the referral code RTL. And if you and your car are going to be in the greater San Francisco Bay Area and you'd like to treat your car to a spa day, I I was going to say kindly and highly at the same time, and it came out as a weird mix of both. I kindly and highly recommend that you head on over to Immaculate Reflections, the professional detailing crew led by Jeff McGovern. Super talented, Immaculate Reflections will take awesome care of your car. Whether you wanna do paint protection film on some or, or all of it, maybe just the front end of the car or maybe the whole thing, or maybe the rocker panels, you know, all those key areas where uh, you know little rock chip kind of damage is, is most likely to happen. Maybe you wanna do paint correction get your paint finish looking as good as it possibly can. Maybe you want to do ceramic coating so that you don't have to wax your car for the next three to five years. And that water, whether it's rain, whether you're washing the car, will just bead right off of the finish. Ceramic coating's awesome. I've got it on my car. So check them out, irdetailing.com. And when you reach out to get in touch, mention that you're a Ride the Lightning listener and there's a nice little discount waiting for you. And don't forget about puretesla.com slash RTL. Don't forget the slash RTL when you go there. That is your one-stop shop for your dash cam and sentry mode setups. I'm not a huge fan of standard USB flash memory that's in your standard typical USB thumb drive myself because I started with one of those when sentry mode first came out for for the Tesla when it was first added as a software update. Still my all-time favorite number one feature that's been added as a free software update. I'm not sure anything can ever top a free dash cam system. That's how I just love it so much. I can't believe that was a free thing that they just put in the cars. I love it. Anyway, uh, puretesla.com slash RTL. They use a micro SD-based format. It still plugs in via USB. So it plugs straight into your car. No adapters, nothing needed. Just plug it right in and it's good to go. Right out of the package, all set, no problem. They ship free anywhere in the U.S. Otherwise, if you're not in the U.S., there's a, just a modest international shipping fee. But it's 49 bucks for the 128 gigabyte kit, which honestly is probably plenty. But if you do want to step up and have just a much bigger amount of storage for your dash cam and sentry mode clips, you could do a 256 gigabyte drive for $69. Works with Mac or PC. And again, they'll ship anywhere worldwide, but they have that free shipping anywhere in the US. Uh, Finally, my Patreon. I mentioned it near the top of the show, but this is a listener-supported podcast. Your support is so... Uh, Very much appreciated if you're willing and able to give it. You can find out all the details on my Patreon page, which again is patreon.com slash Podcast. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. The base level support tier, just five bucks a month. 
And if you wanna do that, you will get early access to each week's show. If you step up to that popular $10 per month tier, you'll get the early access to each episode and you'll get access to every one of the lightning round bonus mini episodes that I do exclusively on Patreon each and every single week. There are 74, I think, yeah, wow, next week's is gonna be number 75 on those. That's pretty cool. So again, uh, super appreciate it if as we head into the the holiday gift-giving season here that maybe you consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Podcast. And if you, you know what? I just realized as I'm about to tell you where you can find the podcast, which is all the major podcast services, of course, I think I might have accidentally glossed over one of the Tesla holiday update features in my notes. In fact, I'm now I'm, I'm sure I did. And that is Apple Podcasts support. Uh, Apple is now, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, natively coming to your Tesla, which is awesome because that means it becomes much easier to listen to this podcast in your Tesla because, as I've said on the podcast before, sadly, I've had trouble with TuneIn specifically. I just can't. Those folks have, uh, I've tried to reach out and get some help to get the podcast better, more searchable, and I just have not had any luck there. So that now should be much easier because Apple Podcasts support, as of this week with the holiday update, will be available natively in your Tesla. That makes me personally very happy, and by extension, makes me happy for all of you that if you want to listen to this thing in your car, There's going to be a much cleaner, easier way to do that. All right. uh, That will about do it. Ah, follow me on the social medias if that is of interest to you. I have the same username on both X slash Twitter and Instagram. And that username is DMC underscore Ryan. So before I go, I will say hello to the plaid, maximum plaid, and Roadster in Space tier backers. I'll start with the Roadster in Space tier crew this week. Thank you very much to Pete White, Lyle Austin, Steve Radspinner, Fernando Cordero, Lawton from Chicago, Sean Neidig, Neil Weaver, Jackson Wallace, Rolf and Jennifer Evers, Howard Anthony Smith, Victoria Iacoveto, Tesla Hitchhiker 42, Carol Weston, Robert from Near Philly, and Kristen Rumble. The Maximum Plaid backers, big thanks, goes out to Jonathan Wales, Cameron Clark, Daniel Grummer, Seth Capello, Nick and Tony, the Galpin family, Ryan from New York City, Darren Nickel, Kaz Barnes, Brett Libano, Patrick Wisniewski, Gil Cabrera, Watley, Mark Eversoll, Todd Badger, Joe Edgel, Kevin Yank, the Tesla Owners Club of San Joaquin Valley, Michael Williams, Will Stedman, Derek Nesselrote, Justin Perez, Jeremy Harris, Chris Beach, Tom Mills, Corey O'Donnell, Aaron, John Cody, Joel Sapp, Paul Casarino, Richard Corley, Chris Osborne, KB, Ken Epstein, Doug Carey, James Gregory, Adam Lavoy, contact1callcenter.com, Jason Chalukas, Travis Krenzel, Bruce Otterstein, Tom Behan, Josh Pennington, Matt Kalin, John from Cream Ridge, New Jersey, Sean Tisdale, Dustin Hart, and Michael Gallo. 
Finally, a big hello and thanks goes out to the grandfathered in plaid level supporters. Very generous folks who continue to back me at this level, even though it's no longer officially one of the tiers. But as a as a result, as a thanks, of course, they are going to continue to get all the perks that they are entitled to for backing me at that plaid level tier. So thank you very much to George Cassioppo, David Brander, Logan Willis, Peter Chalet, Eric Randolph, Dory and Steve Guberman, the Tesla owners of Taiwan, Ron Lee, Charlie Gillespie, David Perella, Dennis Peak, Jeff Angwin, Chase Cabanillas, the Lydia family, Aaron Altshul, Jared Brown, Jerome Strack, Jamie Dalton, the Tesla Owners East Bay Club, Mike and Barbara from Louisville, David J. Howes, Matt Nixon, the Tesla Owners Club of Wisconsin, Ish, not Elon Musk, Peter, and the Bear Boys of Colorado. And with that, we've come to the end of Ride the Lightning episode 436, Cybertrucks Out. Some of you are starting to configure and finalize your orders How long have we been waiting for this? Well, four years is how long we've been waiting for it. So if any of you out there are getting that foundation series invitation and are, you know, are choosing to follow through with it, A, congratulations. B, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you and, and just keep in touch, especially if any of you are in the San Francisco Bay Area. I would love to come and see your cyber truck when you get it. If you, uh, if you would, would humor me. Uh, if not, hey, it's your truck. You do whatever you like with it. But I'd love to come and check it out if, you, if you're getting one in the San Francisco Bay Area. In any case, I hope it's a lot of you. I hope a lot of you out listening are getting this opportunity to buy one of the very first 1,000 Cybertrucks. There will be plenty more to talk about next week, no doubt. But in the meantime, happy electric motoring, and I'll see you back here next week. I mean, I think a Tesla is the most fun thing you could possibly buy ever. That's what it's meant to be. Our goal is to make... It's it's not exactly a car. It's actually a thing to maximize enjoyment. It's maximum fun.